Welcome to the Lifestyles of Love. It's Monday night again. We made it. Thank you all for joining us for my birthday show on Friday. And, um, you know, we said it was going to be a double dose. So here we are. It's your girls, Chris and Vic, for Lifestyles of Love. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. And tonight we have a special guest with us to talk about seasonal depression. We have Rebecca. And there she is. Say hey, Rebecca. Hi, guys. So I'll be honest with you. This was not the subject I was interested in talking about heavily. Um, well, maybe not interested in the word. I wasn't looking forward to it because um, there's enough to be depressed about in the world. But for the sake of mental health, we are here. So thank you all for joining us. And uh, if you want to call in or if you just want to, you know, send some love, 702-608-3259. We're on live right now, Facebook, YouTube, and you can always stream us later um, on all major platforms. So how's it? Uh, how's the weather there, Rebecca? How is since a lot of this is determined, determined by the weather? <laughs> Really, really is. Uh, thank God. We still get sunshine every day in beautiful Southern California, Los Angeles. And it's actually the reason I live here. Right. Like straight up. When I tell people I moved where the sunshine is sunny. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. So even though it's a little cool, we definitely have gotten into our fall pre-winter weather. Right. It's definitely it's getting cold. I hear the yeah. wind blowing now outside my window, but we still get lots of sunshine every day. It's that wind, yeah, girl. So basically, I don't know. I don't know if people call it both seasonal depression um, and seasonal affective disorder. I don't know if these are two different things. They kind of read the same. Yeah. Um. So, but seasonal affective disorder or SAD is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons and um, begins and ends at about the same times every year, like depending on when you get yours. I think most people get it after the summer ends into the fall and the winter, but some people get it in the spring and throughout yeah. the summer. Exactly. I was going to say, it's not a one size fits all mm -hmm. thing. Some people uh, totally get it the opposite, but the more common is, right. Uh, the getting depressed as summer ends going into fall and then like getting your like boost your spark spark back uh, right when uh, spring rolls around. Right. So is this something you've been experiencing your whole life or was this like an adulthood thing or? So, you know, I feel that with like any mental health issue that we have, we, we kind of have um, the, like little seeds that are kind of always there, but you mm. don't necessarily give it a name, but it's just like a pattern that you might notice. Um, so I think that I um, most really, really took note of I just remember reading an article when I was 16 mm -hmm. and at the time I was in school in Manchester, England. Oh my God. Um, and I don't Cold. know. Uh, so, so one of the things I grew up in Brooklyn in New York. Mm. And so you know, the earliest summer winter, uh, you know, the sun goes down maybe four thirty-five, five thirty, 30. 
would be, but in England where I was, since we are much uh, more north, um, it was like um, winter time. Uh, sorry, I hope I don't know if you can hear background noise. I know you're good. Okay, um, but like winter time would get as where the sun would set like three o'clock, three thirty. By four o'clock, it was dark. And then the other thing was, is that, you know, I don't know if you know this about Manchester, but it doesn't really, I think it has maybe like three full weeks of sunshine. And so I remember reading this article that said, depressed, you must live in Manchester. (laughs) I remember like I sent it home, like as a joke to my family, like, see, like I'm here by myself. I was, you know, way in school. I was 16. Um, But something kind of like it it planted that seed of like there's a there's something here like it wasn't just like you know at the time I didn't put the pieces together but it was like a little piece got like placed in my Mm. head like there's a real thing that where your mood does is affected by weather and season and um and sunshine Mm -hmm. and so around 16 was when I kind of notice it and somewhere around that time I kind of did put it in my head that I wanted to live somewhere sunny Sunny. like I was really like preemptively deciding like I'm gonna live in California I'm gonna live in LA like it was already something in high school that I used to tell my friends I'm I'm gonna finish high school and I'm gonna LA. amen girl for more reasons than one I'm sure um (laughs) but Right. So the symptoms, you know, it's like feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, um, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, low energy, problems sleeping, changes in appetite, weight gain, um, feeling All sluggish, that. agitated, difficulty concentrating, um, and then kind of those depressed feelings of like hopelessness, worthlessness. Um, yeah guilt and then you know some people it gets very extreme and they they kind of drift into you know the kind of suicidal manifestations of you know death and things like that so um this is serious and I I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't think people talk about it enough you know but you know what's interesting is um I found a friend of mine Mm -hmm. when I once when I posted it like I posted it on my Instagram Mm -hmm. like really like very low key. It's like my Instagram is not really like a place where I talk about mental health issues. Um, but another uh, friend of mine or acquaintance of mine, uh, he, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, DM'd me about it when I made that post. And he was like, wow, you know, I really relate. And what's really funny is some days, uh, especially when the season changes, mm-hmm. Um, he'll sometimes check in on me. He'll say, oh, today was a really rough day yeah. uh, with my sad. How was it for you? And we will notice that on a lot of the times on the same, same day, day, we're really feeling it. Like, And it's literally weather or season or especially when the time change happens. So, yep. um, you know, when you find other people that identify and you notice that you're literally matching the same, it, mm. it kind of at least is like, all right, you're not alone. You're not Yeah, crazy. there's some validation there, right? Yeah. So Victoria was really, um, she really wanted to talk about this subject. We, I mean, we've been trying to talk about this for a long time, but we've been trying to talk about a lot of things for a long time. So, you know, it just, 
we got to get there. So, Vic, why do you want to talk about this? Um, I wanted to talk about it because, sorry, you guys, my signal keeps like going in and out. Here. Oh, we got um, you. I thought it was, I had a hard time, like, I guess, kind of discerning between if I had, like, seasonal depression or maybe, like, just, you know, regular depression. Mm. Um, plus, I noticed it a lot when I was working night shift um, because something about, like, after daylight savings when it gets early at like four o'clock or something you know what i mean like around five yeah it's like i just could not wake my ass up to get up for work mm. it was crazy and i was working 12 hours you know it, it made for like the winter time made for a lot of long nights yeah and that's a symptom too is like oversleeping yeah because it's so like when you wake up and the sun like, you know, you're used to the sun being out. So yeah. when you wake up and it's dark outside and your circadian rhythms like already mixed up. Right. It, ugh, man. The body clock. Long nights. <laughs> and you weren't really seeing the sun because no. you would sleep all day. And then it was time to get up and it's dark already. And then you work all night and then you come out at what, right. like seven in the morning and you're like, what is life? Yeah, yes. You said it's like a vampire. <laughs> Right, the vampire lifestyle. Yeah, so what's crazy too when I was reading about it is um, it can't, like, it tends to affect people more like in the wintertime, but it can affect people in the summer. Mm -hmm. And so one of the uh, symptoms for summer, um, sad, is insomnia. And I noticed that in the summertime, like, I would sleep less, I would have trouble sleeping. Um, I would have to take like a sleep aid because it was, it's just nuts. And, That is, like, not anywhere. That's not a way for somebody to live. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and that also, in the spring and summer, there's, like, agitation and anxiety um, as a symptom, which is interesting because there's more vitamin D in the summer. So you would mm-hmm. think that that would kind of lessen anxiety for people. Like, people would be getting vitamin D they don't even care to, they don't, they're not thinking about or want, but that it would at least help somewhat. But if you're a person, maybe it's even a person who likes the cold or who likes the fall or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, they, they said that there's no like specific cause or whatever the cause is, it remains unknown. So yeah. There's a a couple of like contributing factors. Yeah. There's um, contributing factors. Like overproduction of melatonin, uh and dropping serotonin yeah serotonin yeah right um did you just say something about the circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. yes the biological clock yeah is like off with the reduced sunlight and um Mm -hmm. yeah the internal clock I, i i i feel that i definitely feel that that happens when it when the summer leaves it's just I, I love I love the sun. I'm a sun worshiper. Um, and then a drop in serotonin, which is a mm-hmm. brain chemical, like a neurotransmitter that affects your mood, and um, melatonin levels exactly. Um, so yeah. melatonin helps you sleep. So then that's why you're more sleepy or whatever. Um, and do you find do you find that this affects your 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 social interactions generally i mean right now we're dealing with a pandemic so this is like a whole nother layer on top of this but rebecca for you since you've been dealing with it for a while like do you find that 
you don't even want to interact with people like you don't even want to socialize <laughs> because I was I didn't I'm sorry I didn't mention this like Rebecca her job one of her jobs is you know she's like a speakeasy like entrepreneur in LA <laughs> and she literally like throws a a private speakeasy party almost every night and she's like one of the Airbnb experiences so okay. even when you don't feel like it you gotta if somebody's booked you gotta go right so I know you know I'm like super ridiculous yeah. social person and yeah. so it's um which is also why uh when I I remember when I did make that post about it because you know a lot of times people just think like oh you're a social butterfly and you always like to go out like surely you're not affected right. um you know by mental whatever mm-hmm. and 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 you must always want to go out like right like this must be just mm-hmm. how you're built and i am built that way i am social um but obviously you know whatever your chemical makeup is it is so what i used mm-hmm. to find was it, it it's not like i always see the winter as being like i go into hibernation yes. you just kind of like you, you put on your layers, you become a bear, you curl up into bed, you mm. get into bed early. Um, there's way more Netflix binging. Um, summertime, you're like, oh, it's after dark. What are we doing? Right. But wintertime, it's like you need to really entice me to want to hang out. Now, granted, yeah. remember when I did, when I was running my speakeasy tours, um, you know, then I'm, I'm on, I have to be, it doesn't matter what I feel like. And that was, that almost superseded. I was always so excited. Yeah. I would say, I was going to say that it would probably, once you get into the motion of it, yeah, you get into it. You're like, even if I didn't feel like doing it earlier, like once I just start doing it, I'll be fine. And that's, you know, when we, when you talk about the things that we can do, that is one of the things that you can do to counteract mm-hmm. you could kind of uh act counterintuitively so you feel like you want to uh crawl into bed at six o'clock but instead schedule dance lesson right. a dance class oh, at eight so you you're not going to go do that and instead you're going to look for it so you do counterintuitive things you deliberately go to the gym in the evening, in the evening. so that you know you're you uh, rev up a little so like you don't have to you don't have to i don't want to say be a slave to your emotions mm-hmm. but especially with something with seasonal affective disorder, I feel like once you know that it is something that is in a lot of ways external, it's not a situational Mm -hmm. depression where it's like, you know why you're sad, you know, you lost your job, you know why, but this is something. So Mm -hmm. once you know that like, you know, something happens in my body at this time of year and you kind of like, okay, I know this is going to happen. Yeah. You could kind of be like, all right, you know, I, I'm prepared for, you can prepare yourself for it and then do all the things that, you know, are going to counterbalance that mood, that feeling that's just going to sweep over you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that you can do. Actually, that's, that's a really good idea, actually. Like, if you know, this is something that happens, you know, maybe you have some kind of like you know, sad kit or something for the, for the fall or just something that like, you know, <laughs> 
you you enjoy when it's cold or you enjoy, you know, during the winter months. I mean, like I said, on top of the pandemic being what it is, like it's harder. Right. Because we don't even have an excuse. I mean, Victoria's still working, but like me, like I haven't been working since March, so I don't have an excuse to not get shit done. <laughs> but it's still hard. It's still, it's still, I still have to schedule time and make sure I, you know, like you're saying, like, put some things out there because otherwise, like, you will just sit and eat and drink yeah. and ain't yeah. nobody going to tell you you're wrong, okay? So. Yeah, and they're saying that um, this may be a lot of people's first experience with mm. um, seasonal depression because uh, I think on top of, you know, depression from being in a pandemic, right. um, one of the tips that they said was, to plan something like starting in September, October to start planning things um, for November to like April so that it gives you something to look forward to, but can't really do that right now. So right. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. That, maybe that's why people get so crazy about like Thanksgiving Christmas. And, and Christmas and even Halloween. Like maybe that's why, you know, cause people need something, you know, to like hold on to, to. <laughs> I mean, people. A lot of people probably haven't. Don't even know it. So, probably. So, Victoria, do you are are you somebody that you have a seasonal affective disorder, seasonal depression that you noticed? Sorry, say that one more time. I said, have you you know that you have you have seasonal depression and that you've like been aware of it. I think that it was something that I picked up on. Like I worked nights for like 12 years. And so it was something that I definitely noticed, you know, over time. But see, like now I'm not working nights anymore. So I feel like it's, uh, I don't really, I don't, I do feel more tired, you know, during this time. So I know I haven't been diagnosed, you know. But weren't you um, saying that you, weren't you saying that your body was, wanting you to do that though was wanting was wanting you to work during the day and like have a have a day schedule i I wanted oh that's something that yeah i wanted that um because i did um, one time i think i made a post about um i think i put like circadian rhythmless Mm -hmm. a tale of the body's deceit because i was like having major trouble sleeping um and now i'm having trouble sleeping at night so it's Mm. (laughs) I'm just it's all jacked up but the crazy thing about it um for me with seasonal depression is that this is actually my favorite time of year Mm. I like the weather change so it's so backward I'm like how can I feel like this but I love this time yeah I I really love the fall and the winter because I like to be cold Mm -hmm. that's all I really like about it yeah I I am such a summer summer me too for baby (laughs) You know, I would be happy living in Miami where Mm -hmm. it is, you know, um, and you know, what's also about seasonal affective disorder is, and you were mentioning it with circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. is, uh, people also experience it to different degrees. Like I Mm -hmm. never a light box therapy, like, but I think that's also because I live in Southern California. So I really, and on days where I am really, on, on days that, so, oh, I, I was going to say on days where um, we wake up and it's overcast. Yes, that's, that's what I gets de- me. 
definitely that starts my day off really slow. I, I feel sluggish getting out of bed mm-hmm. all day. I'm, I'm a night person and a morning person. Like I don't have, I'm, I'm usually, <laughs> I open my eyes, I'm ready for the day, but that, that will be a day where I will specifically make sure to go outside and literally like close my eyes and put sun hmm. on my face. And that's my own version of a light box. I have the sun, so I don't need it, but I know that I need the direct sunlight. And so um, in terms of like how we experience it, I think you notice that some people have a very sensitive circadian rhythm. And I have friends who, uh, you know, work as nurses or as uh, law enforcement where they have no trouble like taking like, oh, for the next three months, I'm going to do night shift. And and they're not as Mm. susceptible. So it's almost like I feel like our inside wiring, some of us are built more sensitive. And you're clearly, especially in your sleep rhythms, are very sensitive if that's where you're finding Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I feel like when we talk about things like this, you know, always it's like definitely not a one, uh, one size fits all. Yeah. And it can show up in different ways. Like I don't have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. as a general rule. Um, but you know, like you say, like you'll suddenly start to notice you are having trouble getting up or, you know, you mm-hmm. want to sleep. Um, so, you know, it's, yeah. it's good for people to know that, um, there's not like, there's a, just a long checklist of things where, you know, you just can feel off. Yeah. It might not hit you like boom in the face. Exactly. But you know, you know, what's interesting for me is we were talking about where we normally feel it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if people know this, but in Los Angeles, June has June gloom. Mm -hmm. The weather is already definitely late spring. So it's definitely in my time, but June gloom for the month of June, because it is gloomy in the morning, June, like I, 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 I peak with my mood in like mm. March and April and May and June takes a dip because yeah, July comes of back. actual overcast weather. That's how sensitive yes. I am to the actual, wow. whether it's sunny or gloomy. Like I cannot do gloomy. I, I, I feel the exact same way to like Washington state. Never. I would never move to Washington. I would never move to London. <laughs> I would never. I mean, I have a friend who I, she still lives in LA to this day because when I met her in 2005, she came from Sweden. And in Sweden, they have those round the clock nights and then the round the clock days, depending on the season. Cause they're like, yeah, they're proximity to the equators. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. She, she was like, she, when it was time for her to like, her visa was up. She was like, I can't, she's like, I cannot go back. She's like, I will kill myself. And I already know it. She's like, I, I will not go. And she, I mean, she got married. She did what she had to do to stay in Los Angeles because she knew that going back was like (laughs) the end of her life. Like she knew, like, she was like, I can't, I know it. I know for sure. Like I will go home and I will shoot myself in the forehead or whatever. She's, I don't know. But She's still there. She's still alive. She's still in LA and she still loves it. And um, so there's definitely something to be said. This reason. Definitely something to be said. When people ask me about LA and I tell them how much I love LA, I know deep down I'm not really being honest with them. Yeah. Because I really could be saying is the real reason I love LA over anything else is because it, for the most part, keeps me mood balanced. Mood balanced. 
Yeah, because I, I do get the same thing with the, if it's overcast at all, like, I'm already, and I probably manifest it, unfortunately, for myself, and I'm like, I'm going to have a bad day. Like, this is the rain. I can't stand the rain. I can't stand when it's cloudy. and Like, my actual joints, my body hurts when it's cloudy. Same. So, sometimes I, I'm like, I feel very old, very golden girl, and, like, my shoulders will start hurting a couple days before it rains or something, and I'm like, oh, rain's coming. But. That's a real thing, though. It's real. People get in their bones in that, the joints that, yeah you know, broken bones will be like oh it's gonna rain yeah i broke my arm when i was a kid yep exactly so um on top of the well what we were talking about there's also like craving carbs yes and, oh my god and weight this gain year. Okay. this year yeah more than ever i'm usually off grains and mm. carbs as a general rule this year, because it was a pandemic, I've given myself free reign to gain as much Good. weight as I wanted. And Good. I know it's not the best thing, but I've literally been living on <laughs> like bread and it's been a real comfort. I'm not even going to lie. Good. Yeah. I it's mean, whatever you got to do these days. Okay. Exactly. I'm like, I, right now it's working. It's working. I'm, I'm leaning into it. And for the spring, summer, it would be the opposite, like poor appetite. And weight loss mm -hmm. that happens. Um, and you're sweating in the summer and stuff. So you're losing weight and you don't even realize it. So, yeah, the summer, you know, so it's so with the mood for me, what's, um, and you know what's interesting? It's, it's in the transition for me. Mm -hmm. Once we are in winter, I'm okay. Oh, okay. It, it's the trans oh, for me. Oh, okay. For me, the toughest part is the transition. The change of change. Yeah, okay. the change of season, and it, and it it's real. It like it takes a noticeable. Like I am really bad the first week of the um, time change. That time yeah. change, and it doesn't have anything to do with like oh we lost an hour, gained an hour. It's literally it it depresses me mm. that the sun is suddenly disappearing from the sky yep. early for me to not want, you know what I mean? Like it's just, I lament it. And so it's really, really hard. Um, as soon as I, I remember as a kid, um, as soon the last week of camp, mm. I would be Sad bitter. I was like preparing like, no, this is no, like I would remember feeling it in my bones. It was really, but then like, I almost want to say that like, Halloween what is is so perfectly placed. It is. While everybody else is like, I'm so excited for pumpkin spice lattes. I I'm like <laughs> literally when I start seeing pumpkin spice lattes advertised, I I feel the feel like better. oh no, this is when it starts. Yeah, but so as funny. soon as we just get to Halloween, Halloween's fun, and then we're looking forward to Thanksgiving, and then there's the Christmas lights, um, mm -hmm. and then I take a downshift again January, January. February. Yeah, it's like it's very sad times. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of like, <laughs> but I, I've adjusted, and then yeah. as soon as the time changes back for spring, it fucks with you again. I'm like, okay, life is starting again. Yes, Renew, rebirth. We're rebirth. good to go. <laughs> you hope again. You have motivation again. Yeah. I want to work out again. I want to take care of my skin and my health again. Right. I want to go out and hang out with people again. I want to look. It's 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 like a, it's literally like flipping switches. I feel That's that especially on the East Coast. When I was in New York, it was definitely like 
hibernation until mm-hmm. April. You know, like after Halloween, you hibernate until April and then you just emerge like a butterfly, like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden everybody's wearing shorts and flip flops and you're just like, oh, when are we going to the Hamptons? This is so great. Like, mm, it, it definitely is a, it's like a switch, like the flip of a switch. Yep. Um, so then there's these risk, risk factors that may increase your sad. Um, if you do have family history, which I was going to ask, um, people with sad may be more likely to have blood relatives with sad or another form of depression. Um, having major depression or bipolar disorders could, you know, increase some symptoms, um, or worsen some symptoms and living far from the equator, which is just already part of it. Um, it appears to be more common among people who live far North or South of the equator. This may be due to de- decreased sunlight during the winter and longer days during the summer. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and if you don't really, if you don't, I don't, I don't know if this is something you can, like, I don't know if this is something that can be treated or if this is something you have to kind of deal with yourself. When it gets bad enough, like any mood disorder and you talk to your mental health, Mm -hmm. um, professional, um, I know for sure that you could be prescribed, Mm. uh, especially with anxiety. I don't know how it works with an antidepressant because I don't think you go on an antidepressant for four months. Um, but it's definitely like something that you should talk to if you have a therapist, especially. Um, but even it's worthy to go to a doctor and say, you know, I really noticed this pattern, you know, as soon as, you know, winter hits, I'm just, I'm not motivated. Is there something, um, I wonder like, again, like I, I was never, prescribed anything like I again it wasn't so um I feel like when you like with all mental health mm-hmm. not everybody is like oh I'm depressed I need to be on Zoloft now you know what I mean um you know oh I need to go on Paxil but you can recognize your depression um and then you could you know do the things that you know, the mental health community recommend and you know science recommends as these are there's so many natural ways to um, give yourself a serotonin boost. Right, 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 right. So you definitely should be like, all right, I need to um, naturally enhance mm-hmm. my mood. Start to increase at certain times, decrease at other times. Because, yeah, because there can be complications if you don't, if you don't seek any kind of help or any kind of relief for yourself, like, just just problems you know you can start drinking a little bit more and mm-hmm. maybe taking a few more pills than you should you know like so i was gonna say did, is there anybody in your family that has this or is this um or any so, other like um, depressive disorders know, mood disorders um we i definitely i have a sister who also um suffers from depression um I know there's a family history of like I feel like depression is like the the mental illness du jour the very in style everybody's true I hope I'm upsetting anybody it's like depression and anxiety they're like soul sisters and like everybody uh so disorders definitely um but you know uh I I have I have five sisters and and three brothers oh Jesus and yeah. <laughs> I did not know but that. We're also um 
we're a family also built on like really strong faith and grat- like I feel like so yeah I mean I'm not saying that like that doesn't you can't just faith and gratitude your way out of mental uh <laughs> whatever but um there is something to be said when you do come from a family where you do have uh, a really strong uh faith-based mm-hmm. you know bond and whatever that's and that's you know that is something you know I always tell people you know I'll say prayer works or or um, but yeah, I, I know that there are, it's, but, but I will say in my family, it's not something that we talk about at the dinner table. And that's mm. why it's so important to have a space like this where people might not talk about it with their family members, but you're just kind of like, yeah, I know I have some siblings who probably are probably fall into that category. Right. We don't talk about mental health as like a Sunday dinner topic. Right. No, I don't think I'm not gonna say all families. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of families don't because you know you just right. like you always have that crazy relative that you know you have the relative that does this and the relative that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have to say I don't know what I missed because I had to leave because my <laughs> connection oh. is just so yeah so in and out. Ugh. Oh, I didn't even. But I had to. No, I know I switched devices. I know because I was on Facebook on my other device right, and I'm looking. I'm frozen on the screen, and you know, like when you pause the movie and like. That real, that right spot where someone looks crazy. Oh, that's what yeah. I was looking like. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we took the camera off you at that moment, so you're good. <laughs> do you know about any? Do you know about any um, family members in your family, Vic, that have any seasonal depression? Yeah. No. Um, I just know that I was reading about. I, I think I have a family member who is bipolar, mm. and um, they were saying something about like seasonal depression in bipolar um, disorder. So, like in the spring and the summer, it shows as like more manic, mm. um, and then yes. yeah, in the fall and winter, depression. Yes, so that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, it does. Actually, it makes perfect sense. So, um, it does say to receive a diagnosis of sad yes it's of like course. individuals need to have major depression that coincide with a specific season or with specific seasons for at least two years i guess mm, you need to have okay. been going through it for a little bit to actually like have a diagnosis as you have this um disorder so during a pandemic you know um this is not ideal it's not ideal but Right. Here we are. So I hope we're out of this shit next year. Like this time next year, Ooh, I really do. I hope. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm hoping because I have to say this. You know, like on top of, you know, if people have seasonal depression, even if they don't, uh, with this pandemic, you know, with the holidays here, like there are a lot of people who have not seen their families like all year, and maybe they all get together this time of year, and you know they can't. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so I, I. I don't think people. You know, people just look at I think um oh I don't want to wear a mask you know whatever it's like no this is really really like fucking with people and maybe besides yeah. the actual COVID itself right. people dying <laughs> right you know what I mean right. the seriousness of that oh right so there's also I, just, I hope know, we're out of this just food deprived and yes these kids aren't in school and these poor kids what's your is your son are you are you teaching your son at home Rebecca Oh, well, he's older now. No, oh, good. <laughs> he's he's big. Good. Uh he just uh he's been doing uh college classes nice. on 
Uh, but he hates it. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I, I finished my degree when I was going, I, because I was working two jobs and going to school and school was like an hour away, uh, during traffic rush hour oh. in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mm. almost, I would say that, uh, 40% or maybe even 50% of my degree I did through online classes, but before COVID. So like, it wasn't like right. we didn't have zoom, like now they have like live yeah. meetings. We just, so it's not, um, online learning is just not for everybody. And it's really hard for him. He yeah. needs a Some teacher to that, ask yeah. questions. Right. Um, he's that type of learner. I'm somebody who could teach myself the, you give me the textbook and give me the, your slides and I can Figure read the out. course in yeah. three weeks three weeks of the semester and be done. That's me. Like I could be very self-directed. So it's very hard, you know, um, talking about, you know, whatever is I actually, uh, have been working in a school, um, you know, these days with my business being completely obliterated, I've had to really, uh, hustle and, uh, and without any unemployment, uh, that did not really, yeah, it's it's such a fiasco. Um, you know, and I, I don't want to totally don't want to get into it, no, but like no. people just assumed like, oh, your business shut down, but don't worry, the government's got your back. And uh, nope. Um, so, but I was working in a school um, mm-hmm. as a contracted substitute, and they were actually meeting. Um, they were in person. It's a private school, so they're not part of LAUSD. Yep. So they're not under the cities, and they won a lawsuit. And so we okay. have been getting together in person with very strict protocols. Um, but a lot of the teachers are remote. So the kids are in class oh. a lot of times with their Chromebooks um, when the teacher is on the smart board. And that's why I would be in there. You know, like they still need an actual adult, adult in the yeah. classroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just not, you know, I, it, it's, that's a whole other fiasco. It's just not, it's not the same, right? Like these kids are not getting what they're supposed to be getting. Mm-mm. And I can't even imagine if you're a kid who has this disorder and you're in the yes. middle of a pandemic this... and you're in the middle of like puberty and you're, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like these are your years to like go to prom or, to, you know, start your yeah. academic like college ID. I don't know. Like this is, I can't imagine being yeah. a child now. Like I, I truly can't. Yeah, I think at first, um, because I remember back in like what, June, May or June, Mm -hmm. um, my boyfriend was filming graduations. And so I helped him with two of them. And so I wanted to graduate. I was like, this is nice. Like you get this over with. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I I don't know. For for us, I was like, oh my God, this is so boring. Right, right? 500 people. Um, So I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. But I think as time has, it's, gone on like we're nine months now right I feel so terrible for these kids one of my friends her son just turned 13 and he didn't you know he wasn't able to have a party now think about when we turned 13 I mean you know what I mean you became a teenager you were so excited and now you're just like right you know it's like who gives a shit you know what I mean it's just it's it's terrible (sighs) I know we gotta just pray that uh the powers that be well, yeah. set things back to right. the way. I'm, I usually say, I'm like, I hold my tongue because I hold a lot of unpopular opinions. So mm. I'm like, this is not. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Oh, I am holding back. I mean, Don't listen, we got to tell these kids that, you know what? It's it's <laughs> not promise and everything. And um, 
It's not. It's not. It's that not a. It's not. It's not a necessity in life. Okay, no, I know it's hard. I went to girl school. I there yeah. was no such thing as prom. Yeah. yeah, some people don't even get prom. So let's just talk yeah. about those people. Um, there were no in my in my upbringing. Prom was not a thing. So, so I and I survived. Well, yeah, and you were. What did you have? Eight siblings? Like no, none. Nobody's going to prom in here. Nobody's going to prom. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, we getting one dress. <laughs> Uh, so, so during this for the pandemic time, they do say to build a toolkit, like create an idea bank of your favorite ways to do self care, long walks, long baths, you know, and like, it's good to literally write them down. Um, not like on your iPad or your phone, but like, like get a pencil. Maybe it has an eraser at the top. Remember those? And, um, (laughs) write it down. And it, and it also can be like a literal box, like a literal toolbox or kit or whatever that you put your stuff in and you come back to it later. Like maybe you put your little ideas mm-hmm. in during the summer when they come to you so that right, you know, September, October, you can just grab that box and just rumble through it and remember what to do. Yeah, that's pretty neat, actually. Yeah. Um, there's also a wellness piggy bank so you can spend time journaling reflecting on small pleasures around you you know sensory stuff nostalgic music mm-hmm. you know um stuff to wake up your senses it's like build your i am for me for me always with it comes to seasonal like mm-hmm. and i remember talking about it in therapy mm-hmm. when i was really identifying it and i was never like officially diagnosed and you don't have to be you right. mm-hmm. we know we know what we know about ourselves you know like i don't need a doctor to be like yep and yep. I would have this shift in mood um, at the end. And also for me, August was also the uh, anniversary of when my dad passed. So Mm. it was just like the end of the summer was just grief. It just hits you. And and I used to, I used to tell my therapist, like, I feel like I grieve the end of summer and it it feels and, and, and fall feels like we're, we're burying everything. Everything's dying. I know some people love the changing of the leaves. And for me, it's mm-hmm. just I see a leaf falling and it's like everything's dying. Things are decaying. <laughs> are, the lawns are brown. Yeah. And it's really, it's like, so, so you you do grieve and you, and, and if you're sensitive to it, you let yourself grieve. You let yourself yeah. feel mm-hmm. that I think the biggest thing, especially for seasonal affective disorder, and it really applies to like all to certain uh, um, depression that's not situational. Situational depression, you know, you know why Mm -hmm. you're what you feel is I for me, at least it was always just the reminder of like, oh, yeah, it's that time of year again. Mm. Oh, that explains what it's like when I realized that it was kind of this external force that was doing its thing on me, I would be like, oh, okay, okay. Like, now I know what's up. And so it's a different way than when you feel depressed and your friend goes, what's wrong? What's bothering you? What's upsetting you? You could literally be like, oh, what's upsetting me? The sun ain't shining today. Yeah, it's deeper. You kind of, and, and because of that, the things that you can do become very concrete. Like, you, I know that if I go for a brisk walk or jog, depending on my motivation, I know it's going to make me feel better. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. like a, Absolutely. a guaranteed, it's going to help yes. because yeah. 
Um, if you have friends who you can hug, that release of oxytocin, like I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one that we get don't get right now. Hug. Yeah, yeah. You put a hug in, you know that your brain is going to give you that little like, Boop, that little dose. So if you like know it's coming, and I think once you really do, even if you're self-diagnosed, mm-hmm. I would I think that a lot of people um, who have been living with it for years, we do, I do kind of have my little internal kit of like what I know I need to do. And sometimes it's call a friend, call a friend, right. chit chat. Um, I have a list of feel-good mu- movies, just a exactly. list of them. I have a list right. of feel-good books. Perfect. Exactly. There you go. See? Your list Way is ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really got it together there. Definitely. It, it, it like, and then of course it's just also knowing that it's okay to allow yourself the mood. Of course, well. let you it pass you through you. Just be fighting it. You Absolutely. could just be like, "This is how my body works, and I'm feeling really, I'm feeling really down." And you know, mm-hmm. you can call a friend and say, "You know, my seasonal affective disorder is really getting to me today. I'm yeah. feeling really, really low today." And yeah. a lot of this is hormonal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like how the acronym is SAD. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. Um, Fitting. And it's, I'm really wondering this year if if I'm experiencing this because I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm still adjusting to moving, you know? And yesterday yeah. was so crazy. Uh, I was coming back from church and I noticed that I feel like I've never seen trees, like literal, like fall like trees in the fall, like right next to each other. I saw green, I saw orange, I saw red, you know, all these different colors. And I thought it was so beautiful. I was like, oh my God. And then I noticed now that I work day shift, um, I work inside of a building or I work inside of a clinic where there's no windows. So Ooh. now on my lunch break, I go outside yes. for the sun. Like I need, the, I crave the sun now. Seeking light. Like it's the total opposite. Yeah. It's the total opposite of what I've been living the last 12 years, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's adjustment, if I'm coming out of, you know, I don't know what it is, you know. So hopefully I'll find out next year. Yeah, you just have to monitor <laughs> it now, right? Because, but that is yeah, one of the, monitor. that is one of the things. It's like uh, seeking light, happy lights, like coffee by the window, like move your desk next yeah. to the window, you know, like take your sunglasses off when you do go out, like let yourself get the real light. Yeah. Um, and then light therapy because clinically yeah. that's, that actually truly is effective um and they've been doing that since the 80s so um cooking i don't really like to cook i i am a good cook but i don't i don't enjoy cooking. yeah i don't enjoy it i i really it really gets on my nerves like today look at my freaking i singed my finger on the Mm. oven like uh and the whole time i was was like what would you make i made some lemon rosemary chicken and then some like I made some roasted vegetables and some um, sweet potato mash. But fuck that. I didn't have fun. It wasn't fun. It was not fun. It was a fucking hassle is what it was. Thank you, Crystal. I'm a really good cook, but I, and I, I'll have my moments of like, even like getting into it. Yeah. But it doesn't give me. It washes over. Exactly. It doesn't give me any. Right. Happiness. I love to cook. Oh, yeah. No. I love to eat. I love to clean it all up. That's oh, what I love. Oh, no. I hate dishes. Yeah. I can cook and you can do the dishes, child. Yeah, that's we fine. Can do that. That's why we work. <laughs> I just, like, let's, you Ugh. make whatever you want. I will clean it all up, make this place shiny and new again. But I don't want oh, to great. do the cooking. So, um, but they do say, like, consider, consider cooking, like, a big helping 
of like hearty, nutritious food for when you aren't in the mood to cook, you know, like have mm-hmm. the big container casserole of, yeah, something. the big container of soup mm-hmm. or the big casserole, the big lasagna or whatever, and just keep it frozen maybe, or just in the yep. back of the fridge for when, on those days when you're like, no, and I'm broke, so I'm not ordering Postmates. Yeah, oh God. I just Anyways. made like a really big winter stew last yeah. night. I was feeling hibernating and it was just like stew me and carrots and potatoes and mushrooms. Ooh. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So you got to take advantage of when you are in the mood. I think that's another yeah. one they should add. Like when it, when the mood does strike for you to go out or cook or clean or whatever, like when it does strike you, go with it. Because more than likely, it'll move you into something else. Yeah. That, that's another thing also. First of all, it's like you um, don't like the big thing also with getting light, especially sunlight, mm-hmm. is also uh, make sure you're getting all the right um, supplements. Mm-hmm. Like making sure you're getting all the right minerals and vitamins that um, you might be depleted on. It's really great to get a panel done, but especially vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I- did by my naturopathic doctor, especially during the winter, to take vitamin D as a supplement because it really, really helps with mood. Um, but also I was thinking like there is something to be said also from doing other kinds of therapies, yeah. like yoga, yes, dance therapy, aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. Aromatherapy. For me, it's like, yeah, like you know, like I've even been doing that lately. Like, like a like a you know, and you have like, a, if you like coffee, the smell of coffee or like tea or like chai tea, cinnamon, nutmeg, as much as yeah. I get like the, like, oh no, it's pumpkin spice tea latte. Yeah. I still like that. <laughs> the that smell. So I was saying, I've been doing that too with the oils. Like I've been mixing oils to like, I heard, I heard that musk gets you in the mood to work out. But for me, it's the mm. opposite. Musk makes me want to like relax and chill. So I've been mixing like jasmine and green tea and that makes me want to work out. It's like bright, you know, it's like, Mm. it's nice. And I'll put it here and I'll just keep smelling myself to like remind my body or remind my brain like, Hey, we're about to do something like get into Mm -hmm. it, you know? Um, So I do recommend that. I wonder, like you just made me wonder if we can kind of like Pavlov train ourselves when before we work out, we always smell a certain scent and then when we're motivated to work out, just smell that. I'm trying it. I'm experimenting. I think it, I think it works, but I'll get back to you. Um, See, I'm not big into aromatherapy. (laughs) I want to be. You should be. I need a. Even just incense. Yeah, Whatever. I have all, I actually have, like, I'm literally sitting, like, right yep. next to, like, all my little, um, my favorite winter scents are clove and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Mm, that smells good. I know that smells good. But, um, you buy yourself, like, I little diffusers. They're, yeah, like, $15. Even stuff, like, um, even stuff okay. that's, like, uh, you know, like, rose, the color, the smell of rose, or, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, baby powder. It just depends what gets your gander, going, you know, yeah. what gets you going. I don't know. The color of or yeah. the smell of sunshine, whatever the fuck that smells like. Yeah. Um, and then it says <laughs> it says, like, still try to plan special activities for holidays, birthdays, even if they're small mm-hmm. and distant. And that's what I did. Like, I wanted to do several things. But what I ended up doing was I hung out with one of my friends and she came in here. We did a show and then I took my ass home. And, you know. 
It was fine. What what else could I do? I'm not going to have a party. No. I'm not going to somebody's party or somebody's house. I'm not inviting them to mine. So, and I'm a December baby. So what the fuck can I do? Oh. Truly. No. During this, I mean, not not normally, but during this time, it's hard to. Right. It's just hard. It's just hard, man. So. I don't know. Anyway. Hopefully, we come out of this soon because it's just all too much piled on <laughs> to each other yeah. at the same time. So. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think that's our show. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's quick, right? Thank you, Rebecca, for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. And yeah. it's like, you know, I'm already like, it's like, okay, it's mid-December, January, February, March. Look, <laughs> three months till we get back to that. I yeah. literally I sometimes have to look at like, when is the time changing back? Right. Yeah. I always want to know that. Even though I we know, lose an hour, but whatever. This year, doesn't it seem like it's getting darker earlier? Or is that just me? Um. Uh, so because it does. I'm somebody pays attention to this very carefully i will have you know that starting this past friday Mm -hmm. we are actually slowly like just now we are actually slowly starting to get darker again later wow incrementally okay Okay. yes because friday was my birthday and i was trying to go to the park and it was literally dark yeah Yeah. just the shortest day and we are now going back to incrementally so i pay attention to these uh small little details that anything that will uh get me hopeful for springtime (laughs) yes and hopefully hopefully we'll be back so that i can come to la and go on another speakeasy tour even though i've been on like three already you know girl i don't know when nightlife i know i don't know when it's gonna happen probably 2022 but we can hope for the summer of 2021 We can hope. Too far away. At the very least, you can at least have a picnic this summer, maybe on the beach. At least, you know, maybe. Uh, Yeah, that's still a maybe. They 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 can't take it all away. That's uh, our uh, right to live. That's right. Um, (laughs) Our civil right. No, don't get me started. (laughs) Our our constitutional rights. Which, like I said, don't get me started. Nope, I can't because I won't be able to stop. (laughs) Um, but thank you guys all so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are in the world. We love you. We thank you. And um, it's, only t- it's only two Mondays left in the year. So, yeah. wow. So, you know, we'll, um, we're going to kill him in the bang, guys. Um, you know. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much thank for coming so on and talking about this. On. You know, yeah. this topic that, it, it, you know, we need to talk about. It's not the funnest always, but I feel like this was fun. You know, it's yeah, like, whatever. It like, it's Christmas time. It wasn't so serious. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to be. Well, hopefully. Well, right now also it's Hanukkah. Yeah. Festival happy Hanukkah. Night. So, so kind of like the spirit of holidays usually hopefully should liven people up and make them feel good. And if yeah. you are not getting together with friends and families, don't forget uh, a phone call, a text. They're important. Uh, they mean a lot. And if you have friends or family that you have not heard from in a long time, mm. stop what you're doing. Check in on them. Check in. Absolutely. It's always so wonderful for me to get a random text from anybody that mm-hmm. said, hey, haven't heard from you in a minute. I was just thinking about you. 
So especially this year, more than ever, we're not making parties. We're not going out. Make a list of people that you haven't spoken to in a minute and just use it as a freaking excuse. Uh, oh, it's holiday season. I was thinking Might of you. Well. And uh, yeah. really a long way in how we can, um, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't wait for any cries of help. Exactly. To people give so. people their flowers now great advice rebecca absolutely thank you guys and we'll see you next week bye bye